Welcome to the subtle storm. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to talk about needs and somewhat of the difference between needs and wants, but mostly meeting our own needs. Um, And I briefly touched on this in a previous episode where I kind of touched on the process of healing emotion and the process of feeling it and, you know, understanding it and integrating that healing into your daily life, your daily practices. And this is just one of those kind of um, practices or awarenesses that come, that really come along with that healing process and not even necessarily just with the healing process that should be understood in any process. Meeting your needs is crucial for happiness and for fulfillment and for satisfaction. And I think there's a lot of like disconnect that comes along with this kind of concept in society. Um, there's nothing wrong with, with having needs. We all innately have them. It's literally almost a requirement for us to be, you know, successful or happy or content within our own lives. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And it doesn't imply a lack or anything of that nature. Um, and I think this this quarrel that's around in society also ties in with this concept around transactional relationships. Because within transactions in relationships, there are needs being met and addressed, so whether it's going to be subconsciously or consciously. And I've had this conversation with a couple of friends before, um, and where I exclaimed that, you know, every relationship that we enter in, that we encounter, even family, or that we just wind up in, they're all transactional, whether we want to acknowledge it, believe it or not, you know, in some way, shape, or form, we're having needs met by this dynamic or this relationship. And within, like, family dynamics, for example, you know, they're providing a role for you and vice versa. And, you know, within those roles, there's different needs being met. Um, And whether there are needs that you necessarily need or whether they're just, you know, there, there's a transaction. Trans- transactions really just mean, like, there is things being exchanged within a family dynamic. You know, there's that role being exchanged. In relationships, you know, there are needs being met and maybe sexual energy is being exchanged. There's always a transaction. And that doesn't mean that it has to be, like, you know, I think I think this play kind of comes in to, to this this negative connotation where people will think of it as like, oh, well, they just want maybe sex for me. And, you know, that's the transaction that's happening. And it's not, you know, something that you want. And this is, comes along with addressing your needs where this transactional relationship can be taken out of this connotation of negative and brought to this, to the light of where, okay, it can be a healthy transaction so long as I'm understanding what my needs are. And I can you know, bring myself into this relationship from a point of healthy needs being met. You know, when we're allowing ourselves to be, you know, this other aspect of needs for somebody else that also at the same time meets our needs. I'll get into this a little bit more, but basically like, you know, meeting somebody else's needs by meeting your own. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. But basically, you know, within 
interactions that we have in our daily life and things like that, especially when we just kind of go up to people or things like that, we kind of see that there is a need that can be met, whether it's, you know, physical, sexual, maybe they have like a similar vibe to you and it looks like you could, you know, have different actions that you could take with them. Like, for example, you're a biker and you see somebody else who's a cyclist and they look kind of cool. So there's a need being met of which somebody that you can share that action with. I mean, needs are much more complex than this, but it's still the same premise along with, okay, I'm seeing this person in this transactional or this need kind of way, but we're not really, we don't think about it like that. I mean, but that's really just breaking it down saying like, you know, there's really reasons behind everything that we do as far as behavior goes. And, you know, understanding this, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, seeing people like this or, or, or interacting with people from this place of a need being wanted. Um, you know, and, and within this, we can also acknowledge that, you know, we can do the same kind of play and interaction with friendships. And I kind of briefly touched on this, uh, maybe, maybe not too much, but in, in, um, the podcast I'm going to be referring to is called The Art of Processing Emotion and Understanding Your Reality. So if you want to understand where I'm kind of say, re- referencing to, definitely go check that one out. But um, within these types of interactions, there can also be needs that are sought to be being met, though aren't always like what we actually need. Um, and maybe we're either neglectful of our needs, maybe in our childhood we were kind of you know, thought to neglect our needs, which I might get into a little bit more. A lot of the times in our youth, we kind of um, experience people not, our parents in particular, not allowing needs to be acknowledged. For example, like you have maybe a need to feel seen. And also I do want to acknowledge that needs a lot of the time are really just, um, Come, they come from lacks within our youthful experience. And there's nothing wrong with, again, having this experience. And, you know, it wasn't our parents' fault innately for giving this to us. It's just our experience. And, you know, if you weren't given um, a lot of attention as, as a child, you're going to grow up needing that. And that's completely natural. But, so back to the scenario, um, you know, let's say that you have a need to be seen But you take that need as, you know, just wanting to be physically touched or things like that. So you might seek out um, a lot of sexual encounters. And I'm using that as an example because it's very common. Um, And I think it's also easiest to to relate to and understand um, or the most common, like, known in a way. So I'll use that quite quite a bit probably. But that's a similar thing. And that's where, like, that emotional healing that I talked about in that last podcast really comes into play is, you know, understanding the feelings that you're having, understanding, you know, why you're maybe having them after you feel them, you know, going back and and trying to, like, dig apart these different emotions where they feel familiar and where they've come up before and why they're arising now within this particular scenario and what need do we need in that moment? You know, asking yourself, what do we need? What what do I need in this moment? Consistently is, is a really healthy practice and also can be very crucial within emotional healing. And, um, you know, when we kind of go through life not acknowledging these needs that we truly do innately have, it, it's only detrimental to ourselves. 
Um, but not only that, we can either, you know, just not understand what actual need that we're having. We can also subconsciously know the need that we have and manipulate our environment or the people that we're interacting with to get those needs met. And I do want to address that manipulation is not inherently negative. And I think that we always want to talk about it as being negative because, you know, it does come in a lot of negative connotations. And I think personally, what makes it or may make it more negative than not is the amount of awareness that comes into the intention of that manipulation. And a lot of the times when we are manipulating to get a need met, it's very subconscious or it's um, a fear of, you know, vulnerability, really, or just not having enough of a voice or understanding how to really communicate what your needs are and your boundaries are. And that just comes out of fear, whether you're recognizing it's coming out of fear or whether it's coming out of like pure intent to manipulate is is the real difference between them. And, you know, we all experience this type of manipulation all the time, or maybe we have in particular points of our life. And it's, you know, it's good to acknowledge that as well, because that's a very human experience to manipulate our environment and things like that. Um, And it's really, in this case scenario, it's just a way to get your needs met without asking for them directly, which is another aspect of emotional trauma or healing that you could do is by understanding, like, why is that fear coming in? And why do I feel like I can't have a voice in this scenario? And what can I do for myself? Obviously, what you really can do is communicate that need. But how can I bring myself to a point where I feel safe enough to communicate that need? Oh, well, then I have to acknowledge another need, which is to feel safety within this situation. Or, you know, to allow myself to feel that safety, even though the situation may not be safe. Or things of that nature, you know. And you can, in certain situations, I you know, manipulation can come in handy if it's maybe a dangerous situation or things like that. But, you know, in any normal situation, I think it's important to allow yourself room to to try and be communicative about your needs the more that you become understanding. And of course, I'm understanding also that that is not the case for everybody. And it does take a lot of time to understand that. But that could be really a goal to reach is to like allow yourself the space to feel safe within, you know, communicating boundaries and communicating what your needs are within certain scenarios and giving that to yourself. You know, when you ask yourself what your needs are during the day or whatever, give that to yourself. Allow yourself to fulfill your needs when you watch them come up if you can do that for yourself and to also acknowledge the ways in which that we manipulate our environment or manipulate you know these scenarios to get our needs met if we become self-aware enough to see that we are manipulating we can kind of pick apart these pieces and I remember specifically when I was kind of very subconsciously doing this when I would manipulate my environment to get my needs met, especially in relationships. I wound up in a lot of narcissistic relationships as a young, young kid, primarily because that was what I was used to. And that was the only love that I had received, um, you know, as from a mother figure in childhood. That's, you know, the kind of love that I accepted. And at those points, I obviously was not very self-aware enough to understand what was happening. So, you know, there was a lot of love that I was lacking in those relationships or like to feel seen or to feel, um, 
cared for or really loved in general. And so I would I would consistently go out of my way to feel loved or feel seen is to do like super, super um, you know, out of the out of the box things for these individuals or to I don't know, surprise them, go out of my way on Christmas, or um, for other examples, I would post on social media, you know, different um, facts about me (laughs) for a random, I was pretty young, Um, you know, random facts about me to see if they would, you know, remember them or learn about them. And that was my way of like, getting them to learn things about me because that was a need. I wanted to feel seen and I wanted to feel heard. Getting them to know things about me, even though I know that if I would have actually went up to them and told them that I needed this and that I want to talk about these things, they would have been ignored or things like that. So it was my way of trying to meet my need and to be manipulating my environment to get that need met or to, you know, go out of my way to do all these nice things or physical things as a, as a gesture in order to feel seen or to feel loved because, oh, I thank you so much for getting me this. Now I feel that love when I'm being appreciated, right? And I did this with my mom too. And it's, you know, that is kind of another awareness that I have personally growing up is that, okay, why well, this makes sense, you know, as far as actions that I would take to manipulate to get those needs met. Um, but even outside of that, I witnessed myself doing this throughout life consistently and I think everybody does this and you know it's where one I can take an awareness and say okay I'm trying to manipulate the situation I need to come back to myself because I know that I'm capable of communicating what my needs are and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a second step back and then evaluate it and let myself feel what I'm feeling and talk to them and tell them what I'm feeling and tell them what I'm you know experiencing And this can happen in so many different ways for people. And sometimes we, like, you know, I see people doing this online all the time just by, like, posting things. You know, maybe there's a need for attention or a need for, you know, to feel seen or to feel loved. And that happens a lot on social media. And I think sometimes it can be a good outlet for that. But also, like, even if you're telling your audience or whomever it is, hey, you know, I actually need some love right now. I, you know, it's just empowering appreciation to give or to receive in that way. You know, it can also look like just lying, guilting, even self-sacrificing, things like that. Or passive aggression is definitely a big one. I definitely used that in my youth a lot. And still, on occasion, witness myself having the desire to do that. Also, now, um, witness myself before I actually do manipulation because the more that you kind of like have these self-awarenesses of this particular scenario you kind of recognize it early and choose or that you are feeling like you want to do this that you want to manipulate or that you want to you know try and get yourself seen or get you know get a need met you know in some way you can see that, evaluate it, understand it again, and choose consciously to communicate that or to give yourself the need or to find a way to get that need met. And again, I talked about this briefly on the podcast. That's why I'm kind of just like gloating through this a little bit. Um, But, you know, even within that is to have that self-awareness and to not be upset with yourself for if you are manipulating the situation or if you feel like you should because it always will feel out of alignment with you I think you know this doesn't 
when we manipulate, it doesn't go within our, like, truest, truest and most authentic self. Because it's not what we really want. What we want is that need. What we're going to do to get that need is not something that's necessarily in alignment for us. And it's something that we have to acknowledge that doesn't feel right, but also isn't wrong to do with the right intentions, I would say. You know, so take it as an opportunity to learn how to communicate, to learn your voice and to, you know, gain that emotional understanding and to heal along the way and to understand what your needs are throughout these different patterns that you witness of yourself. Just bear witness. Be observational within yourself. Um, You know, and this can also show up in a self-inflicted scenario, like, let's say, eating disorders or um, I think... Like I was saying earlier, like addiction to sex and things like that is very similar um, in the way that, you know, within sexual encounters, you know, there's a need that could be to just feel loved or physical touch is also a very valid need. If somebody's really not getting any physical touch, that could be a valid need that they may feel like sex is their only option if that's available to them and they might go in, you know, really negative ways to get that. And the same thing with eating disorders, it could be their only way to feel like people are concerned for them. And that's a way of feeling seen um, and understood. And, you know, this just same play happens within so many different scenarios. And it's not just to feel seen um, or to feel understood. Those are just the prime examples that I'm familiar with. And there's so many more that exist within, you know, society and, and human lives, really. And, you know, that's just kind of the basis of allowing ourselves to get our needs met. And the difference between needs and wants are really, like, needs are a requirement for us. They're a requirement for us to feel sane and to feel happy and to feel fulfilled. Wants are things that, you know, you add on top of that that make you feel comforted, but it's not something that you absolutely need. You know, for me, like, I acknowledge I have a need to feel seen. And, you know, that comes with a lot of reassurance in relationships. And I acknowledge that when that reassurance is not there, that manipulation comes in very heavy. And not even that manipulation necessarily, but the feeling of wanting to do that because I feel so unloved or so unseen because that's a very prime need. But a want in that case scenario could, I guess, in some in some ways be extra physical touch. Like, I don't necessarily need physical touch consistently, but I want it, of course, but what I need is to feel seen and comforted. And I think that's, you know, the the prime play within um, sexual encounters, especially when people are single, you know, you kind of, you know, feel like you want to sleep with somebody or, like, you want to go out of your way to constantly sleep with people but really what your actual need is to is to feel loved and to feel like comforted and seen um not even seen really maybe just like loved or you know that 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 sense of like hominess um and you can you know temporarily get that through sex but you know having that acknowledgement and having the self awareness is so beneficial for us in our own lives and our own experiences and again definitely go check out that podcast because it has a lot of very you know prominent information in my opinion in regards to like doing this emotional healing alongside this um but if you're not going to do anything at least give yourself the opportunity to recognize and and reconcile what your needs are and to allow yourself to get them met because 
so often do we not see this for ourselves and we're just continually manipulating our environments. And I see a lot of like different, especially in the industry, a lot of different communications come along with this type of manipulation. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. But when you witness somebody acting in that, it's it can be concerning for, you know, what your interaction could could bring later in life if they don't, you know, continue that, it can maintain an awareness of it. But that's that's life, man. Like we are constantly meeting people in different phases of life and different understandings of themselves and all understanding of needs. And for me, I feel safe to give my unconditional love to everybody, um, but not to the fullest extent, of course. There are boundaries that I have had to learn to hold. Um, and that is also, I would say, a need of mine to... Um, not feel like people are constantly loud in my space. You know, I want to feel seen, but I don't want to feel smothered or taken advantage of. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's just, that comes along with learning yourself and comes along with understanding yourself and, and giving yourself these things and just, man, it's on growth. It's all on growth. And I wish you all the best growth in life. And I hope that you allow yourself to get these needs met today, tomorrow, every day. Um, that you just feel a little bit more fulfilled and a little bit more like comforted in life. Knowing that you've given yourself all that you can. <laughs> Namaste, family. I hope that you have an amazing day, life, year, everything. <laughs>